Welcome back to the Diamond Niner Fans Podcast for the very last week of the 2019 regular season. As always, this is Nick with Kevin. What's up, Niner Nation? And producer Brad. How's it going, guys? All right, guys, we got a lot of stuff to talk to you about. Uh, but first, what we're going to do, we're just going to jump right into our keys of the week so that we can make room in the show today to t- spend some time recognizing our seniors. So, Kevin, so we can get to those senior recognitions, let's just jump right into keys of the week. What do you say? All right, sounds good. Um, we are recording this on a Wednesday night, so um, a little bit later than usual, so we do have the... Life gets in the way sometimes, folks. Yes, yeah, so um, that's what we're doing. Uh, we're, we're releasing this a little bit later than normal, but it's all right. Uh, this past weekend, we went down to UAB. Uh, we lost a series, uh, two games to one. Um, uh, Friday night was a 5-4 win. Come from behind. Yes. In epic fashion. We we were down. We scored three in or two in the eighth, three in the ninth to uh, take the lead in that game. Yep. Um, awesome comeback. Uh, then uh, Saturday, uh, lost 9-5. And uh, Sunday, nail-biter, uh, lost 4-3. Uh, couldn't get that series win, but um, key game there on Sunday that was the rubber match, and that was that was a big moment right there. Yeah, um, yeah, just couldn't get a big hit when we needed it in on Sunday's game. But um, uh, some strange stuff going on down in Alabama this weekend, Kevin. Yes, uh, we played every all three games at uh, Mountain Brook High School in uh, Mountain Brook, Alabama. Um, several reasons. Well, we want to congratulate UAB for winning the Alabama State 4A baseball championship last weekend. Yeah, the Niners finished second. Yeah. <laughs> well. Your rings will be coming soon. Like their certificates we give out. Yes. Um, yeah, they had the Conference USA softball tournament on campus uh, at UAB, and um, for some reason they couldn't use the Birmingham Barons Stadium, which they use quite a bit for Conference USA games uh, as their home stadium. I'm not sure the details there, but um, and the weather was miserable. The weather was bad. They have a turf field at Mountain Brook High School, so I guess it worked out all right. But um, uh, secondary consequence to that is uh, there's no television for this series um, or radio on Sunday. Well, yeah. Well, thankfully, Sean Fox was able to get some of the, the weekend series on radio. We could hear some of it. But um, well, let's look at the positives here. Okay, let's look at the positives on this deal. Yeah. Uh, FIU's off the hook now, right? I mean they 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 were they they were the worst. They were in the clubhouse as the worst setup for a weekend, and then UAB said, "Hold my beer." <laughs> yeah, and who knows, man? Uh, Forget Conference USA TV, which by the way, I canceled my subscription today. I no longer need that now. But they, not only no TV. By the end of the by the end of the weekend, we didn't even have radio. Yeah, yeah it's unfortunate. We Sean's didn't. sitting in the stands tweeting like he's us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wish that on him, man. No, well, nor do I. But that's that's what that's what UAB had in mind, apparently. Well, yeah, I don't know. Who knows the circumstances? What, what was going on? But yeah, is. I'm sure we're being too harsh on them, but no. I, well, it's I, it's I, very I, disappointing. I, we you pay for you pay for you pay to see your team on the road, and and uh, well, think about that. I mean, you made a great point. What what about their team? Yeah, well, yeah. If you're a UAB senior and you're 
you play there four years, and your your senior weekend, uh, you end up playing your your last game at home game at UAB at uh, Mountain Brook High School, and uh, that's the way you go out as a senior. Which that field did look nice from the pictures you, that yeah. we saw. It might be nicer than their on campus facility. I think I don't know. It's definitely the nicest baseball field in the Atlantic Ten. <laughs> Going back to those days, right? Probably. No, not probably. Like, definitely. It's not better than, than Hayes, but second. Excluding, excluding. Yeah, you're second. right. You're right. Uh, that's what I mean to say. But, heck, yeah, it's probably a better field than, than some of the ones uh, some of the ones in uh, in Conference USA, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, turf field. Just no internet. We, well, who knows, man. I, I'm, I'm sure high, not many high schools have capabilities to broadcast their, their um, baseball games on TV. Uh, not, well, many. not many Conference USA teams do. There you go. Um, and it all comes back to that. We're starting to sound like grumpy old men. We are. We yeah. It's been a long season. It's been a long season, and and we're just we're like those two dudes on the Muppets <laughs> sitting up in the balcony. Those guys have names. I know. I don't know what they are, yeah. but that's us. We're we're up there in the balcony. Yeah, we're we're. They're not half bad. They're not <laughs> half good either. Yeah, exactly. Those guys. Producer Brad knows what we're talking about. So, you know, really what we get down to, yeah, we're frustrated about the, the, the ability to follow the games, but really we would be less concerned about that if if we'd won the series. Which, which you mean, that's what it all comes down to. That's right, yeah. And we would have been, been nice to get the series, uh, put us in a good place going into this final weekend um, to make the tournament yeah. and seeding in the tournament. So I um, was worried – when we when we didn't get the game on Sunday, I was worried that that might have put us out out. Yeah, uh, but it didn't. Unfortunately, UTSA, um, who we play this weekend, uh, they actually won one at FAU and uh, end up losing a series. So we we maintained that one game behind them. So we're within striking distance for sure. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit later. Yeah, we're we're, we're going to break that. We're going to break that down. We're going to break it all the sure. way down. We're going to break it all the way down. Um, we since we are doing the show later this week, we did get to see the uh, the results of the the Tuesday night game against uh, Charleston Southern. Niners picked up a nine three win. Uh, we got a good start. Good start from Herbert and Palinka did a nice job in relief, and there was plenty of offense. Rafi hit mm-hmm. another another home run. Rafi's been on a tear lately. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll talk about that too. And uh, the 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 Tally is a nine three win for the Niners, uh, which is is good. Anytime you get a W, and yeah. and the weekday wins have been kind of few and far in between this year. So. Right, and yeah, we we missed some uh, midweek game last week, and um, some guys got some opportunities to to pitch this weekend that that hadn't pitched in a while. This week hadn't pitched in a while, so it's good to see Herbert um, look good. Blinkers look good in relief. So, um, uh, uh, we heard hear Lauren talking about developing length in the bullpen, length in the. Um, in the pitching staff, yeah. so uh, we we good to see that. Uh, and let's face forward. it, I mean Her- Herbert and Palinkas are guys that uh, that figure into the, the future plans going right. forward. You have to you have to believe most definitely Fre- both freshmen, yeah, uh, true freshmen. freshmen. So uh, good to see that going forward. Uh, looking into the future of the program. So um, also some big news today. Wednesday. Just broke. Well, breaking news. We have a little. Sound effect? No, we no, don't. no, we don't have breaking news. But we do have breaking. Ain't nobody got time for that. We don't have a budget for that either. Yeah, but um, we do have breaking news. Yes, uh, today Dom Camarada, Dominic Camarada, was named to the All Conference USA Academic Team. Um, it's pretty awesome. Uh, we we heard uh, one of the what, what road series was it? Well, he was he had to sit back 
and take a test before. Yeah, uh, was that Southern Miss? No, 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 Western Kentucky, Western Kentucky, Western Kentucky. Yeah, Western they had Kentucky. to sit back at, on campus and for him to take a test in order. And um, his dad ended up driving him separate from the team to get him to uh, the game in time. So, hats off to Dom. Um, well deserved honor. Um, we mentioned last week we had seventeen guys on the conference say was it uh, commissioners list. So, um, congrats to all those guys all around. Special congrats to Dom. And making uh, the all academic team for Conference USA. You know, I and my ta- and I know you agree with this, Kevin. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm an educator. I, I love this part of it. I mean, I, do do I want to do I want to see more Niner W's? Yeah, who doesn't, right? But this part right here, this this is always special to see these guys because they're getting, you know. Not 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 everybody puts an emphasis on the the student part and student athlete. Um, so when you see a guy like Dom, who has gotten it done on the field, he's a major contributor for our club, right? And also doing what he needs to do in the classroom like that. That's that's beautiful. That's the way it works. That's the way it's supposed to work. That's that's college athletics. That's that's why I like college athletics better than than professional every right. time. Yeah, and college baseball especially is uh, you're, you're. I feel like it's more since eleven point seven scholarship rule, you're, you've got more guys paying their own way, and um, yeah, they're truly student athletes compared to other and sports. earning and, it. In my in my in my uh, my opinion, it's uh, yeah, they're 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 more like an average student than other athletes. Were. Yeah, and we've had guys. I mean, in the past. Uh, you know, guys that were were um, had gotten their work done and graduated, but were still still had eligibility and were like grad students and like missed a weeknight game because they were uh, because they were in an engineering class or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that's happened. Um, guys come running down the hill from <laughs> engineering lab uh, with their uniform on. Yeah, yeah. Inserted so, into the game, but yeah, I I, I love it. I, I love that that we we pay attention to that and uh, just proud of Dom. For, for everything he's done in the uniform with, with Charlotte across his chest and everything he's done in the classroom too. That's that's tremendous. Yeah. High honor for him and uh yeah, definitely yeah. appreciate his efforts on and off the field for, for the Niners. So speaking of the speaking of these guys, uh, like Dom, we're we're gonna and we're we're gonna alter the format of the show here a little bit. We did this last year. Um we're gonna go down through the roster here and we're just gonna take a minute uh, or so and talk about each of our seniors because um, we've got a good group this year and some guys that have made some valuable contributions to uh, to our baseball program, and we want to make sure that, that we take the appropriate time to to recognize those guys for everything they've done. Um, so, Kevin, why don't, you, why don't you get us started? All right, yeah. Um, you mentioned senior senior days this weekend. Uh, Friday, I believe they're going to have a, a pregame ceremony Friday for honoring our seniors. Uh, I think um, – so it's always a special day at the Hayes. I always look forward to that and um, try to get out there to the Hayes to uh, get there early enough to see the, the pregame ceremony. But uh, going down our roster, numerically, we, we did this in numerical order here. Um, first up is uh, number eight, uh, Harris Yet. He's a senior from Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, been a solid back backstop for us uh, behind the plate. Three years, Johnny Bench, Buster Posey Award nominee, uh, past two years, one of the best catchers in the country, um, one of the best catchers we've had at Charlotte um, uh, in recent memory for sure. 
and uh, he's first or second in most of our offensive categories uh, as a team. Um, leader in the middle of the order, leader on the field, uh, great defensive catcher. I think he threw out four or five uh, base runners last weekend. Uh, he, yeah. Yeah. So He's done that to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't say enough about uh, Harris yet and what he's meant to the 49ers baseball program over the last three years. Um, like I said, offensively, defensively, total package. Uh, should have been drafted last year, I think. And uh, Yeah, we thought so. We we were fortunate enough to have him for one more year. And um, looking forward to seeing what happens in his future. I'm sure he'll be positive. Yeah, I think uh, a couple of thoughts on on Harris. You know, one we're not we're not through following Harris. We we expect to uh, come next next month with the with the draft. We expect him to to be added to the Pro Niners list, and and we'll have fun following him with that too. Um, Kevin, you and I were talking about this a little bit before the show. I don't know, and people do overdo this anyway. Everybody wants to make list and the greatest and this and that. I don't know who the best catcher in Charlotte 49ers history is, and, and it's probably a, a ridiculous argument to have anyway. But if you're going to have a discussion, it'd be pretty hard to have that discussion without talking about Harris yet. Yeah. Like I said, in recent memory, he, he's one of the best I've seen at, at Charlotte. It, it's it's going to be weird next year seeing someone other than Harris back there. You know? I mean, it's, it's, it's good. That's the way it works. But it seems like it has been a long time since it was somebody other than Harris yet. Back yeah, there. he's played played a lot of games for us. Uh, uh, so, yeah, it's definitely going to be strange. And uh, um, let's see, how many, how many games has he played for us? Let's take a look real quick. It's 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 amazing. And, and you know, and, and from our standpoint, I'll say this, and I'll say this with, 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 uh, with most of our seniors, especially the local ones, uh, we've had so much fun getting to know, uh, getting to know a lot of the, the players' parents and, and things like that. And, 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 um, you know, Harris's mom and dad are always so cool and, and they're, they're always so positive and uh, fun to talk to. And, uh, you know, they're just cool people. So it's, keep that in mind, folks. This is not only, senior day is not only about the, the, the young man, this is a family achievement you right know? yeah it, it's and, a it's a family uh n- none of these guys and then you know and you know that none of these guys got here by themselves right of course and and those those families are are an important part of the celebration yeah and it's nice to see when 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 their son graduates and we see him back come back back to the hay supporting yeah. Niners and uh yeah great to see that um we've seen quite a few parents back uh supporting the Niners even though their sons have graduated well, I think Harold Hampton's been to more more games than we have. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not true. He hasn't been to more games than we have, but he's been there a lot. And, yeah. and Reese's Reese's off in the minors. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Did you find that number? Yeah, man, he's played 160 games for the Niners um, over man. his three years. 154 starts. Man, that's a lot for a catcher. Uh, not not all that's been at catcher. He's played some DH and some a little bit of first base, but. This year it's been mainly catcher. He's yeah. he's been behind the plate almost every game. I was kind of surprised, um, but he's he's all in. He's, We've he's, tended to rotate in a lot in years past on the weekend. Yeah, you know, somebody doing the middle game, but man, Harris has been a rock. Yeah, he's he's been all in. He's been our he's been our catcher most games. I mean, ninety percent of the time, I'd say. Uh, so yeah, um, can't say enough about Harris yet. Uh, definitely be missed. Yeah, big hole to fill. 
Speaking of big holes to fill, let's move on here. Uh, number nine in your programs, Tommy Bullock of Cornelius, North Carolina, more commonly known as Tommy Barrels. Uh, he's got the he's finishing up well as it stands now. The career two seventy two average, seventy runs, fifty nine RBIs, uh, twenty doubles, four home runs. Um, the and and I know what I know what you're going to say about Tommy. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it for you. But uh, one thing I want to say is um, he made a flawless transition. He played second base for us last year, and and Tommy moved over to short without missing a beat. And he's been a fantastic shortstop. Uh, in the field for us this year. Yeah, I totally agree. He's a big key part to that. Uh, I think we're tied for first in uh, fielding percentage in the league. Yeah, he's um, he's a big part of that. Uh, definitely, I agree. You with don't him. finish first in fielding percentage without a good shortstop. That's right. Yeah, I'd be strong off the middle, and uh, uh, we've definitely been strong at the shortstop position. Um, when I think of Tommy Bullock. Obviously, going to think about that big uh, home run down at Biloxi last season when we yep. were. We were tied. I think we were tied, and we needed a, a sack fly to, to win. Man on third, and um, he just goes yard and uh, three run homer. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, it's uh, I always I always remember that moment. Uh, it's unforgettable. As an honor baseball fan, one of our uh, that that's one of those that that's not. Hey, I remember that about last year. I mean, we'll be talking about that. That, that Tommy in that moment, we'll, we'll be talking. That that's that will come up years from now. Yeah, was, remember that? Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, with all the rain delays. Oh, know, it was crazy. It was like midnight or, or one o'clock in the morning or something like that, and, and we were just sitting there with the the run at third, going fly ball, Tommy. Just get something in the air. Just get something in the air. And then he hit something in the air, and we were immediately like celebrating because we knew what that meant. But then the ball just kept going. <laughs> and when the left fielder didn't move. <laughs> Yes, that was the most beautiful thing. <laughs> when the left fielder just looked up, <laughs> like eh, okay, <laughs> yeah, and then we saw it leave the yard. That was that was awesome. But uh, yeah, yeah, a great all around ball player. Uh, we've had him for two years at Charlotte, um, and uh, two great seasons for him. And great defensively, great offensively, and uh, uh, glad to have him for for the two seasons that uh, we have. And in the in the in the family theme. Now, now his mom Sandra, who will who will tweet us now? Yeah, she's maybe Sandra will continue to tweet us. Hope so. Yeah, that would be cool. But <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like we're losing we're 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 losing some of our Twitter game here. Yeah, she shares our frustration with Conference USA TV. Correct, with us every step of the way. <laughs> All right, um, we're gonna move on to the next on the uh, on the roster uh, number fourteen, Drew Morrison uh, from Newark, Ohio. Uh, Drew uh, unfortunately had an injury in the off season. He was uh, he's gonna be a senior this he's a senior this year, and uh, but was injured in the off season, couldn't play. Uh, so he was a student, stayed around as a student assistant um, coach for the program, um, which which says a lot about him. Um, over his first three years as a Niner. Um, he had 29 appearances out of the pen. Uh, he made two starts um, for the Niners. Uh, overall, with three and one record, 24 Ks in his three seasons here. Um, and like I said, finished out his career as a uh, student assistant coach. Uh, who knows? Maybe he'll go into coaching. Um, but um, we appreciate him sticking around and uh, contributing to the program as he could. Yeah, I, th- I think that shows a, a lot of um, a lot of integrity. 
and and I mean that that that's just fantastic that he uh, the second year in a row and we had Flanagan um, last year um, Drew made that commitment and and continued to to do what he could to help the team even though he knew he wasn't gonna wasn't gonna pitch right um, so I I think that's I think that's noteworthy and 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 honorable yeah and. It's, it's a shame he couldn't pitch this year. I mean, he, we, we could have used another lefty. He definitely could have used some left-handed help. For and, sure. um, but, yeah, I'm glad he could contribute um, contribute something to Niners this year, and uh, maybe we'll see him down the road as a coach. Uh, Would be interesting. Yeah. That, that is, you know, you kind of touched on that earlier. That's cool, something cool we get to do. We get to see these guys, what they what, what they what they grow into, you know, and, and their careers and where right. they go on. You know, it's like at the dedication for the the hitting facility, right? You know, and they're talking about well, these guys went on and did this and did this and did this, and this is this is where it starts. Yeah, and another step in the process. And yeah, it all starts here, and uh, it's great to see them do good things. I mean, they've all done a lot of great things for yeah for for the program. Moving on here, number sixteen in your programs, Jesse Gonzalez, Varveda, Colorado. Jesse's made 36 appearances, six starts, uh, 982 fielding percentage. Always does a solid job. Usually at first base when he gets uh, when he checks in. Um, here's what I want to say about about Jesse, uh, Kevin, and and, and this I, I think you'll you'll agree with this. Not everything you lose on Senior Day is is in the form of stats. Um, I, I, I view Jesse as. Uh, as a key leader and locker room guy and somebody that's in the mix. Um, and, and I would definitely consider him a part of the leadership of this program. Um, and that's, that's hard to replace. Yeah. And, uh, played a lot of baseball. Um, like I said, the nine eighty two fielding percentage, I think he's pretty, uh, pretty good, uh, fielding first baseman for us, uh, provided, uh, um, some pop off the bench, left-handed side. Um, Sure, he didn't get the playing time that he would was looking for, but um, uh, when he when he was asked to contribute, he contributed, and uh, um, like I said, uh, contrib- you can contribute in more ways than on the stat sheet uh, for a college baseball program, and and he's done that for sure. Yeah, it really cool, and he's had he's had some some key moments uh, over the over the years, and um, super nice guy. I mean, we can say that about all these guys. These these guys, these are all great guys. Um, but Jesse's always been cool to talk to. Yeah. Great guy. Great guy. Um, moving on down the roster, next senior on the list is number 24, Dominic Camarada. We touched on him a little bit earlier. Mr. Academic first team himself. Yeah. He's from Asheville, North Carolina, a North Carolina guy. Um, career average for us as of now is 279. Uh, his next hit as a niner will be his 100th hit. That's a pretty good accomplishment. Uh, he's got 21 doubles and 15 homers, 59 ribbies over his two seasons with us. Um, versatile in the field. He's been playing right field and first base for us for the past two seasons, uh, plugging him in at DH in the middle of the lineup. Uh, big power right-handed bat. Um, always a key offensively for the Niners. Uh, so his bat and his uh, his versatility will also be missed as well. And we're going to miss tweeting about Dom bombs. <laughs> yes. There's a lot we're going to miss tweeting here. We, we, no, we don't the, – the the Yeti sightings. Yeah, Yeti sightings. Yeti bombs. Yeah. Tommy Barrels. Man. Now Dom bombs. 
Yeah, we're going to miss a lot, man. We're going to have to come up with all new stuff. Well, it'll 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 come in time. Organically? It, organically, I guess. I guess you could say that. We're going to have to be creative again. No, we don't, we're not really creative anyway. We just... Yeah, you're right. I got we you. just roll with things. But we're gonna miss we're gonna miss Dom. Uh, always cool. Um, that 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 applies to several of these guys. It certainly applies to, to Harris. Um, local guys, regional guys, North Carolina guys that uh, that decided to come home to finish their careers. Um, yeah. And that that's that's really cool to see. And Dom's one of those guys. And uh, Asheville's not too far up the road. And and to, to have him here and have him be the contributor that he has, that's that's always cool. I mean, we'll take contributors wherever we can get them, right? But, right. <laughs> but it's really cool when you see somebody somebody from not too far down the road do that. North Carolinians, yeah, yeah. So um, number twenty six in your programs, Joey Cooner, Warsaw, Missouri. Um, Joey's done a number of different things for the Niners. He's made eighteen starts, so he's been in a starting role, uh, but he's made thirty six appearances. Got four wins, one save, 89 Ks. Um, he has been asked to fulfill a number of roles and um, has answered every time. Yeah. Um, last season, it was his first year with the Niners. Uh, came in with a starting role. Uh, pitched well on the weekends for us. Um, this year, he's been asked to be our lefty uh, out of the pen. Um, and uh, as of late, he's been pitching pretty well. Uh, think back to the Southern Miss game, I think he pitched six innings uh like I think he retired thirteen or fourteen in a row. Yeah, uh, kept us in that game. He's had a couple good outings. He had one against uh, Rice, picked up to save, um, and uh, a few others to mention. I think he was part of that shutout uh, against Middle Tennessee uh, a few weeks ago. But um, yeah, definitely asked to uh, to pitch in different roles, and uh, he's he's done well in both. Yeah, I mean at this point, you you kind of view. As far as the weekends go, uh, Doty's paired the bullpen down to basically four guys that that we lean on, and he's one. Yeah, yeah, uh, big senior leader, leader and out. and the only lefty. Yeah, in that group. So yeah, he's uh, that's important. Definitely a, a key cog in that pitching staff. Um, so, uh, speaking of key cogs, pitching staff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Next on the list of seniors, uh, number 32, Carson Pinckney. Uh, he's from Waldorf, Maryland. Um, came to us last year. Uh, it was his first season. He, he mostly came out of the bullpen. Um, had a few starts uh, during the midweeks, but uh, worked his way this year into a starting rotation spot. He's our Sunday starter. Um, been pitching really well out down the stretch. Uh, I'll read through his stats real quick. He's had 15 starts as a career in his career. For the Niners, uh, 38 appearances. He's got four wins, two saves, 75 Ks um, as a Niner. Um, he was he's a starter for that Middle Tennessee shutout we had a couple weeks ago. Um, pitched well against uh, pitched well uh, he, he's, against he's, FAU. Uh, pitched well against Rice. He pitched well. He overcame. We watched him overcome his fear of owls. <laughs> That's right. A fun fact. Yeah, his fun fact on the card was that he's afraid of owls, and he was pitching against the owls that day, and he's done well against the he, – he, he had a good game against the Rice Owls and the FAU Owls. So I think that that fear of owls is officially – it's gone. Yeah, We've, It's been ex- exercised. Yes, hopefully, maybe. Fingers crossed he'll get another shot at the owls. Now – the problem that we have here, in addition, this is another one of those double whammies. 
Diamond Niner fans also loses its unofficial official photographer, Marvin <laughs> Pinkney. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, hashtag pro Niner photographer. He's he's up there in in, in Bowie. Living apparently like five minutes from the stadium. They're they're near TJ and, and Zach Stadium and sending out pictures. Um always coming down to see Carson pitch. You always see him around taking pictures. And I we have a job opening, Kevin. <laughs> That's right. Maybe he'll stay maybe he'll stay on and help us out. But uh I don't think he's driving from Maryland to Charlotte for us. You, I mean, he likes us. I know uh, that. Yeah, we don't. Mar- pay, Marvin likes yeah, us. We don't pay enough. We don't pay enough. We don't pay anything. We can't afford. It. We can't afford it. We're still waiting on corporate to to pay us. Well, no, that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> Wait, we're not getting paid? No, <laughs> no, producer Brad. Don't, don't cut off the tape right now, Brad. Don't don't leave. Let us finish. Uh, the oh, show. oh, don't don't walk out. <laughs> ah. Well, all right. Let us finish the show. We, we, let's finish we, the show. Then you walk out. Last, but definitely not least, number 40 in your programs. Chase Gooding, born Texas, made 11 starts, 41 appearances, a 7-3 and three record to go with three saves. Uh, and probably future podcast host of this show. He said he wanted, they said they wanted to co-host. Yeah, him and Bruce. Yeah, so. We're so screwed. Yeah, well. There's bigger, bigger and better things out there for Chase. I yeah, believe. Chase will Chase will like get a real job as opposed to this. Um, he's been a fun one to watch. He's another one played in a number of different, has pitched in a number of different roles. He started. He's come out of the pen. Um, he's been a closer. Um, another guy, yet another guy that's been asked to do so many different things and has and has always responded. Yeah. Um, go back to when he won our uh, coveted Diamond Niner fans pitcher of the week when he pitched. Um, over seven innings of relief at FAU to get us a big, huge uh, conference series win. Um, that's that's a, a big moment that I'll remember uh, from Chase Goody on the mound. That was all that. I mean that that's one of that's like all time bullpen performance. That's the kind of stuff they write songs about. <laughs> seven innings, shutout ball. Seven innings. Yeah. No, seven plus out of seven plus, and not not seven innings from the seventh to the fourteenth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that was. Uh, I can't remember how many K's he had. I was like nine K's or something, but something crazy like that. But uh, that, that, that's a good. That is that's a good Chase Gooding moment right there. Yeah, well, remember that. That's that was a, kept our season alive, and uh, uh, we're still still in it right now because of games like that. Um, yeah. So uh, all these guys have contributed. Uh, in a major way to the the program this season and last season and in years past. So uh, uh, all those guys are going to definitely be missed uh, moving forward. Yeah. Hopefully for a big weekend. Hope for a big weekend from all these guys and um, they can keep playing baseball. That'd be, that, that would be optimal. Um, regardless, no matter what happens this weekend, I guess what we want to say to you guys uh, and, and to your families uh, from everybody here at Diamond Niner fans is, is, is first of all, thank you. Thank you for coming here and, and being a part of our program. We 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 will not forget that. Uh, and two, congratulations, you've you've earned it. That's right. Yeah. Thank. Yeah. Well, welcome welcome to 
alumni status. That's right. That's right. We are experts on that for sure. Yeah. One of these days you'll be old just like us. Yeah. I always appreciate uh, young student athletes that, that choose to, to wear Charlotte on their chest. And um, I always be appreciative of those guys. So thank you guys. And uh, congratulations. Um, congratulations on uh, graduating and uh, joining the club. Yeah. Well, looking forward to seeing you around uh, on the other side. So very cool. All right. Let's um, – with that being said, let's move. Uh, let's let's talk about this week here. As far as our players of the week, I know the guys are clamoring to you know these certificates that they don't get. Yeah, it, it's they're highly coveted. I know they're probably going crazy that we haven't announced it yet this week. Yeah, they're, they're sitting there. Enough of the senior stuff. Get on to the awards. Yeah, okay, fine. Players of the week, Kevin. All right, we'll go with the hitter of the week first. Um, I guess we are including the. Uh, the yeah, Charleston Southern game, but yeah, we added it in. Okay, well, several candidates this week for the weekend. Uh, Carson Johnson uh, batted four hundred, had three runs against UAB. Um, yet had a good week, um, had a double homer, um, two ribbies for the weekend. But uh, our hitter of the week for this week is going to be uh, Rafi Vasquez. He um, had two homers over the weekend, five RBIs on the weekend, added a homer. And win in Tuesday's game against yep. Charleston Southern. So three homers in a week's time. Um, he's catching fire at the right time for the Niners and uh, hopefully carries over into this weekend. But congratulations, Rafi. You are the Diamond Niner fans hitter of the week. Rafi's been working on on winning this prestigious award for several weeks. Yeah. He's, yeah he, and he finally, he got over the hump. Yeah, and he, he gets what he deserves this week. He deserves the yeah. hitter of the week. Yeah, it's been cool to watch his um, – his adjustments over the season. I think we've talked yeah. about this before. He he came out hot. Scouting report got out on him. They started pitching him a little different. And now by this time, he's made the adjustment. Right. And now teams don't know what to do with him. Right. And he's, like I said, getting hot at the right time. Yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, pitcher of the week. Uh, like I said, we had the benefit of including the Charleston Southern game this week. So um, – had several good outings, but that's uh, not really cheating, though, Kevin. It's our award. We can we can tabulate it any way we want to. Yeah. Well, I didn't say we we're cheating, but we're well, it's just, like you're apologizing for it. Well, don't apologize. We do what we I'm want. I'm just explaining we're doing something a little different. Okay. If somebody uh, don't like it, they can come up with their own fake awards and their own podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they'll probably buy producer Brad off of us. Yeah, he might steal. Them. <laughs> and then we I am just, for so. And then we just be see. We just be tweeting about stuff. But uh, it might work. Sorry for the sidetrack, but yeah, we're always sidetracked. Pitcher of the week. Pitcher of the week is going to go to Will Polinkas. Uh, he had two good appearances. Uh, if you include Charleston Southern, uh, overall seven and point two innings pitched uh, over those two games. Seven Ks, only three hundred runs allowed. Um, so positive performance from him. Uh, we mentioned earlier uh, a key part of the program moving forward. Hopefully, and. Uh, um, congratulations, Will. You are the Diamond Honor Fans Pitcher of the Week. Yeah, good to, good to see him do that because he, uh, going back to the fall, coming into to preseason practice, uh, was was really good. Starting the season uh, Saturday, Saturday starter, went through the, some struggles, as you see freshmen do. And and now it kind of seems like towards the end of the season here, he's maybe starting to put a few things together because these young guys – uh, they're not they're not all that young anymore, right? I they've mean, had a season under the belt, and they've a lot of them been thrown right into it. So, 
Um, him, McGowan in particular, they both have innings on them now. Yeah. So it's good to see them starting to, to maybe figure some things out. That's right. Uh, good, good looking forward, uh, looking towards the future. Yeah. All right, cool. Congrats to you guys. Um, we're, we're, we're not going to really do the pro Niners thing this week, uh, to, to save time since we spent the, the time on our seniors as they so rightly, rightfully deserve. But we will point out, uh, breaking news, uh, that just this afternoon, uh, TJ Nick Ting hit his first double A home run. And not only did he hit his first double A home run, he did it in his home state of Ohio. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Awesome to see that. He, uh, <laughs> well, he had a two-run homer to take a two-two-zero lead in the tenth inning, and they lost five to two. Not, yeah, it's not not TJ's fault. <laughs> TJ did his part, so cool, cool to see him get to do that. Cool deal, yes, and do that in in his uh, in his well his home state. So cool stuff. All right, now here's the big stuff. This is this is where uh, this is where it gets complicated. We're gonna get take you to our Charlotte 49ers Grand Slam Club look at the week ahead. The Charlotte 49ers baseball team is proud to offer its fans a means of supporting the program, as if you didn't already know that. Directly through the Grand Slam Club, all contributions to the Grand Slam Club go directly back into the program. Members receive exclusive gear, access to special events, etc., etc. For more information, visit charlotte49ers.com or call 704-687-4950. Thank the Grand Slam Club for that sponsor. Chip. Appreciate that Grand Slam Club. All right, so Kevin, we got so we we know we we, we don't have to talk about the midweek because it's already happened. This is everything this weekend. Right. It's it's Charlotte hosting San Antonio. Um, it's not winner take all because whoever who whoever whichever team wins this series is going to need some help uh, in the standing. So the Niners are going to need some help. But it's all got to start with us winning the series, right? So right now, as of right now, you can't win the series. It it, it really doesn't matter what else right. happens. Um, so right now, uh, UTSA is a game ahead of us. They're tied for seventh uh, with Marshall. So uh, we got to win one more game than they do, <laughs> and we would have the tiebreaker if that came down to that. So uh, basically, this weekend uh, the starters have been announced. Well. Uh, they've only announced the star for Thursday. Janskowski is going to go for us, and versus uh, Karen Patel. Yeah, and, and that's that's we should double. We should make sure. I, I'm not sure if we mentioned that or not, but if we didn't, if we did, we can mention it again. But this is a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, right? Um, which happens every year the last weekend because yes. you're trying to get it, build in an extra day before the tournament, right? So Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, and I think we checked on this. Well, the, the, they're actually the, re, the the fireworks that have been rescheduled several times. I think are tomorrow night on Thursday. Yes, Thursday night, six o'clock is the game time. Fireworks post game. So uh, Friday will be uh, Senior Day prior to the game, and um, I think there's a sunglasses giveaway. But because of course, right. I mean, why wouldn't? That's right. And uh, and then Saturday is at game. noon. Yeah, I believe it's at noon. Yeah. But um that could be some intense action come Saturday. Yeah. Uh well Patel back to Patel the Sorry. Uh, uh I just wanted to throw the schedule part in there. He's their their Friday guy or their their number one guy. He uh Niners faced him last year down in uh, San Antonio. He beat us um I think it was five one. They pitched uh six shutout innings against us last season down there to end the 
regular season. Um, but uh, then we had to turn around and play them. Yeah, and he in the first round. I think he pitched in relief, and we kind of we took it to him in, in that game. But um, the rest of the starters are TBA for both teams, so uh, we kind of have a good idea of what we would we, we're going to do. Um, I don't know uh, if we switch things up this time late in the year, but we'll see uh, when it comes out to it. I'd, I'd be pretty surprised when you. Yeah, you, but that's why they might do it. Yeah, they they may <laughs> they may see something when they line up that different, a beneficial matchup for us. That who knows? Uh, well, I, I can promise you this, folks, and, and y'all know this anyway. But if if there's if the, if if we've been saving anything for a special occasion. <laughs> this is going to be it, right? Yes. Whether it's a special special play, special special lineup, special if we got anything special, <laughs> this is going to be the weekend where it comes out because this is the season. Yeah. I think most of our cards have been shown this year, but uh yeah, it would be the time. Hey, you don't you don't have you don't have a coach with with what 20 27 years of experience. 800 plus wins. You don't have a wily veteran for nothing. That's right. That's it, right. This this is, you know, maybe he'll maybe he'll surprise us and pull something out. We'll see. That's it all it all comes down to this weekend and uh yeah, we'll see what happens. Um if you get into the conference uh yeah. The conference stuff um like I said UTSA we win the series this weekend. We need a little help like you said. Um Middle Tennessee and FIU are um, a half game ahead of us in the standings, technically. Uh, we both hold, we hold a tiebreaker on both over both of them. Uh, that would only come into effect if they either tied or they didn't get their games in. But Middle Tennessee plays um, at Conference USA leader FAU this weekend, so likely we could get more wins than them. Um, I, I like our odds on that one. FIU uh, hosts the four seed, currently four seed uh, La Tech um, this weekend. Uh, Louisiana Tech's kind of struggled a little bit since they've had the, the tornado and everything hit their campus. Who could blame them? Yeah, exactly. Um, but um, that's kind of a toss-up series. Um, so the other the other team in the mix that could affect us, Marshall is tied currently tied with UTSA. Um, they play at Rice. Uh, Marshall, they hold the tiebreaker over us if they were to not play one of those games. Um, but we have to win – uh, two more than they do this weekend, and that's another way that we can get in the tournament. Uh, so if Marshall was swept by Rice or we swept UTSA, they could win one. But um, So those are the, the four, including our series, those are the four main series that we need to, to take a look at this weekend. Yeah, one correction on that, yeah, that, that game is in Charleston, West Virginia. Charleston, okay. Yeah, so it's not in Houston. Not in Houston. Oh, it's well, not that, in Huntington either. Well... <laughs> When they play at the Appalachian Power Park. Yeah, they, they don't really have a home stadium yet. But um so yeah, they that would be another way for us to get in if uh Marshall were to um we'd have to win three or two and they'd have to get swept or yeah. So we've got to win two more than in Marshall and we've got to win one more than Middle Tennessee, FIU and UTSA who we're playing. This is gonna be this is gonna be a long few days. Yep, it's uh comes down to it. We said it. We knew it would. It would come down to this. We we've been saying this for two months. It's gonna come down to UTSA. Yeah, and 
they're sitting right in front of us. It's it's there for the taking. Um, need a little bit of help, but I think just I'm just hoping we can take care of some business and um, we'll get down into Biloxi. Let me and we were talking about this before the show. I, I'll make this point um, from last weekend at UAB. The major themes of this season all played out last weekend. On Friday, we got enough pitching, and and we we got the five four win. We we had to we had to do it in comeback come, fashion. Come from behind, but clutch hits, clutch hits, right? So we got enough pitching to keep us in it until we scored some runs. Right. So that was Friday. Uh, Saturday, the pitching was not there, and we got beat. Well, that's been a theme this season too. Right. Sunday, we got enough pitching to win the game. But when we needed the clutch hits, we came up short. That's been a theme this season too. Right. That's basically our entire season in a weekend. Those three things. Yeah. So as we come towards UTSA, the question is, which one of those are we going to do? Yeah. Hopefully, it's the first one. Um, where we get clutch hits, good pitching, and W's. So um, that's it. Yeah, I looked at uh, we were. In in conference USA series this year, we are four and five uh, going into this weekend. So if we win this series, we'll be five and five, five hundred in conference series. Um, so a lot on the line, a lot on the line, and uh, the opportunities have been there all season. Sometimes we've come up, and and other times we we we've just come up short. Right. Uh, I don't know. I. I I mean, I'm predicting well, – I'm not going to get too aggressive. I'm predicting a series win for the Niners. There's no other way to predict, man. That, that's, that's what we've got to do. That's what you got to believe. We've got to do it. That's um, it. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do that. And then, you know, we'll, we'll be back. We'll be back next week talking about Biloxi. And when you're talking about tournament baseball, all bets are off. That's right, especially with the weather and all that crazy stuff that goes down in Biloxi last oh, year. Oh, gosh. But um, – Hopefully, well, no matter what happens, I hope we don't do that again. <laughs> right? That was that, that was, was not good. Sure, it was rough on the players, but it was rough on the fans too. It messed up with it messed with my sleep, man. Because <laughs> that's important, right? It is. It is. That's what my doctor says, at least. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, cool deal. We're gonna start wrapping this up. Again, seniors, we appreciate you. Thanks for being 49ers. Okay, cool. We're, we're really proud of you guys. Uh, we appreciate all of you guys for taking the time to listen to us. As always, we always love your feedback. Love talking to you folks. So if you want to reach out to us digitally, uh, you can always uh, hit us on Twitter at Diamond Niner Fans, like Sandra Bullock does. Uh, Facebook, Diamond Niner Fans. Uh, you can also email us, Diamond9ERFans at gmail.com. Or as always, if you're old-fashioned like we are, just say hello to us at the ball game. Look for this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, etc., etc., Make sure to click subscribe in order to get notified when we post new content. Kevin, another senior day in the books. Let's go Niners. Let's go Niners. All right, guys, we are out. Until next time, we will see you at the Hayes.